So again, you all, the lesson today is still back on John 15. You know, we have to look around and see what's happening. There are so many things things happening in the world right now. As you as you uh, look at, just look around, and you know, we, even though we said we're living in the kingdom of God, we're still living on this earth, and we have to know what's going on around us. I was thinking, I I woke up this morning and I was thinking all the way back. I, I can remember, I don't remember a lot, but I do remember some things all the way back to about when I was about four years old. And when my, my mama was gone to work, I used to be able to sit there with my grandmother. And as we grow, as I grow through the years, I do hear the word of God. I, I saw, saw it in her spirit and saw it in my auntie's spirit, my grandfather, and even in my, my, uh, on my dad's side. You know, we, we see what's going on. We hear of things in the community. And what what is the main thing that's going on right now, which we all should open our eyes and see, is this young man that five black uh, policemen beat him up. That's nothing but pure evil. You know, I, there's no other words you can say say, but it was pure pure evil, devil-minded people. And I was thinking about it this morning, Miss Pat. You know, I was thinking, whoa, we. When I was a little girl, stuff like that went on all the time because that was back during what the Jim Crow. Then it went on into the uh, segregation era, so we saw a lot of that stuff. And you all, it came from our own people also. When our own people see that somebody else is progressing, they will get upset and go what they call uh, telltale. They tell to the authorities because they didn't like what you were doing. So this thing right now, there is nothing changed. That's why it is prevalent that we know the word of God and know what God, my prayer constantly every day is ask God to open the eyes and the hearts of all people so that we can see who he is. And, you know, we, we, we don't want to waste, I don't want to waste anybody's time by just you coming online for entertainment. I want you to be able to come online to grab hold of the word of God. So as you go through, we know we got, got God with us. We just can't know about him and not know his word. We have to have him in our heart so that when we walk through all of this stuff, we, we have an anchor. So when I, when I, I'll say this, when our ship get to blowing, things blow up arguments this drama we know that we're based and rooted in god and so that he says that he's going to be there with us he's going to get her out of it but a lot of the time what happens is our, our our flesh takes over and that's why it is good for us to be able to talk and encourage each other so i want to get down to the meat of the lesson john 15 and 8 says if the world hates you keep in mind that it hated me first if you belong to the world, it would love you as your own. It is as it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is that that is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a servant is not greater than his master. If the person if they persecuted me, they would persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, if they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not they would not be guilty of sin. Listen, I'm gonna read that one again, you all. 
if I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sins. Whosoever hates me, hates my father as well. If I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen and yet have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in the law. They hated me without reason. Verse 26 says, When the advocate comes, that's the Holy Spirit, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. 27 says, And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Uh, and actually, he was talking to the disciples, and God is, and Jesus is talking to us today. And, and I want to encourage you. I, I want to say to you all, stop beating up yourself because you have accepted Jesus in your Christ, Jesus Christ in your heart, and you're walking among people that hates him. And they hate you because of who, what you stand for. So I want to encourage you. There, you know, don't let it bother you because Jesus overcame all of that. And as long as you believe who He is, you will overcome, overcome all of this. And and to help us out, what Jesus has said, He was because you're already clean and you love me. I'm going to do some pruning. Remember. This is what we're talking. He's he's cutting off some things in in our lives, and so, sometimes it hurts when he cuts it off. But in order for us to be able to grow, in in order for us to be able to grow, he has to cut those little sprouts and those, those little things that stick it up out, out, out of the way. But we we'll make it. We'll be able to start to growing again. Uh, look at John eight. Verse 40 through 42. John 8, 40 through 42. I wanted to give you all some other examples of what they said about Jesus. And this should encourage you. And, you know, not to say, you know, what Jesus went through. We're, we're actually doing because we accept him. We're going through stuff this day. But we want to make sure we go through, walk through it wisely. Because if we walk through what we're going to mumbling and stuttering, we're out of the will of God. I want you all to thank God for everything that you go through. You know, I, I, it might sound a little bit stupid, but if you go through it right way and listen to his will, listen to his wisdom, you get on the other side and you'll be done with it. And you, you will learn from it. But if you don't learn from it, you're going to repeat it again. And a very obvious example is the ones that came out of Egypt and they walked around in the wilderness and for all those years. And because they were disobedient to God, didn't want to listen to his promise. All he said, I'm, I'm going to give you this. They didn't believe it. No, no, no. They wanted to turn around and, and they sent spies into the land that God was trying to give to them. And they got scared. No, no, they, they, they too big. And we say they too big, we're going to walk around in this earth, become a dead branch, and God's going to cut us out and throw it away. But I don't want that to happen to you all. I want you to trust God no matter what. Now, John 8, verse 40 uh, through 42 says, But now you seek to kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I have heard on, heard, uh, let me, let me reduce it down the size a little bit, uh, Let's see. 
I want to make sure I get out. Okay, let's start back again. But now you seek to kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I have heard of God. He tells us the truth about God. This, this, this did not Abraham. Abraham tried to tell him also. Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said, uh, then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. We walk into, we run around with so many people that, that don't like what we're doing. And they say, there ain't no God. You know, it's a whole lot of them that say, there's no God. And we hang around them anyway. As long as you, if you hang around a, a, a something that's dead and nasty and envious, after a while you're going to become smelling like them. You're going to have the same toe because if you're around negative spirits, negative attitude, after a while you become uh, discouraged. You be speaking negative and you don't even know you're speaking it. Look at First John chapter 2 verse 23. First John chapter 2 verse 23 says whosoever denieth the son the same hath not the father but he that acknowledge the son hath the father bottom line is if you deny Jesus you don't have God in your life and I boldly say that and I want you all to be able to start speaking it when these people come with the negative if you know the word you can say one or two words God will give you the discernment of the right wisdom to say the exact word you don't have to do no argument we don't argue the word of God we just say what it is when when Jesus was drawn into the wilderness those 40 days he he was out there he said it is written he didn't go into any detail. He has said it is written. That's why it's imperative for us to know the word of God and allow it to be in your heart. If you don't remember the scripture, the thing about it, you all, if you have the spirit of God living in, in your body, in, in your heart, whenever the word of God is needed, if you've ever read it, the Holy Spirit will bring it to your remembrance. That's how it works. But if you never read it, he can't bring nothing back because it ain't nothing there. If you read it, he will bring it up. So this verse said, Whosoever denied the Son, the same hath the Father denied him. If you don't, if you have not accepted Jesus, God will not accept you. A lot of them, a lot of these religions say you don't have to go through Jesus, you can jump around and go to God, but it's not the God I am. It's a different God they're serving. Get second John one and nine. Second John one and nine. Second John 1 and 9 says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. Bottom line. Bottom line, you all. If, if, you, if you got the Son, you got God. You don't have the Son, you don't have God. And we have to stand on that. We can't waver. Uh, I think I posted something this morning about, you know, if I, I was talking about the young man that was killed and, and a lot of folks are not standing up. They they want to start the rioting or fighting for nothing. This new generation, I call them a bunch of idiots because they don't see. We went through all of that. But the, when Martin Luther King was uh, demonstrating and fighting for our freedom, 
they didn't have to start fighting and burning down anything. All this stuff. I think it was one man in L.A. that that's when the watch riot started. When uh, the, the the guy was beat up or something, and they started burning up the stores and everything in their community. That that was called a watch watch riot. So you can go back and, and check that out. But we don't have to do all of that. We just walk knowing that who God is, and we can walk peacefully. That's how Martin Luther King. And the people in that day was able to get the uh, civil rights law passed because of peace. It was a peace, peaceful march. Peace, because we have peace in our heart that no God is with us. He's greater than what the world is. And I want to encourage you all to just to know that, you know, uh, what the wicked dreads will overtake him. Think about that. What the righteous desires will be granted. When the storm has uh, swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand forever. Look at, give an example. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is a sluggard on those who send him. You know, people, some people are so lazy. So lazy and so slothful, don't want to think about nothing. Want you to do everything for them. They don't want to take care of themselves. That's and when you allow them to hang around you again, I say you're going to become like them. God has magnificent work. I I I was so excited yesterday. Was was my, what was it? My 75th birthday. I got caught my because my sister Ella. I think she must have called everybody she knew. Uh, everybody we knew and cars are still coming in and, and with family brought cars yesterday and cars are coming in from family and friends when all the way back to when uh, we, we live in uh, Lincoln Homes and some of my classmates have sent me cars <coughs> I really appreciate that you all because the name stands I'm not known as a slugger. If anything, I'm known as an advocate. And this thing with this young man, that's um, with these with these brothers that killed these young men, I'm gonna be an advocate. I'm just gonna really push us to wake up, wake up, and see what God has done for us. We did it peacefully, and anything that we need, we can do it peacefully. When you run in forcefully and you try to take over, you you look look at what happened when. Uh, George Floyd was killed. They burned up, tore up everything. And some of the other people that they were riding on, but it didn't it didn't accomplish anything. The only thing that was accomplished when it actually had to go through the courts and that that was the final deed. But I, I want to encourage you all to know that God is with us. We are not alone. Because we have chosen to believe that Jesus Christ is God's son, the God of this earth, the great, the great I am. We have decided that Jesus is the son. We accept the fact that we don't have to take a, a dove, a goat, or anything to a priest anymore. We, have, we can have direct access to God. He can directly answer your prayers when you got a clean sweep. What, what is it? Uh, I think David said, purge me. Clean me, clean me just with hyssop. And Jesus already said in John 15, because you read my word, you, you already clean. We don't have to ask God to clean us with hyssop. But when we fall into a mistake or sin or do something wrong, we ask him for forgiveness and you get up and you keep going. Don't sit down in the pot of poop. 
If you want to stay there, you stay there. But he ain't going to stay in there with you. <laughs> He's not going to stay in there with you. Uh, Proverbs 10 and 22. This is my word that the Lord gave me this morning when I woke up. It just like dropped in my heart. And, and I had had to uh, publish this little uh, uh, scripture. It's Proverbs 10 and 22. This is just a part of it. Proverbs 10 and 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and he added no sorrow with it. When God gives you something, there's not any distress on it. It's free of charge. I had someone give me a car one one day, one time, several years ago. gave me gave me a van. It was a burgundy van, and in the note it says uh, said this real scripture right here: "The blessing of the Lord maketh you rich and added no sorrow." The no sorrow for me at that time was no payments. That was no sorrow for me. Now, uh, as God is pruning us, remember we're on this pruning thing, and I want us to mentally see this. And mentally, this is an individual uh, relationship. Our relationship with God and Jesus is individual. It's a personal thing. When he holds you, he holds me, he holds each person accountable. He's not going to hold us accountable for what our pastor said to us. He's not going to hold us accountable for what our parents or our, our teacher or whatever said to us. He's going to hold us accountable for what he said, for his word says, whether or not you follow them or not. No, and so as God proves us, he's cuts off all these little dead stubs. We could, we could check ourselves. When I say channel check yourself, sometimes separate yourself and know this season right here now, you all, when it's cold and, and we're having to shut up in the house, make sure we got the medicine, make sure our body is, is clean. God is cutting off some of all the dead weights in our life. He cuts off uh, those little bitty stubs in our lives that like dead relationships. Those people that's draining our, our blood. There's some people that drain your blood. You know that. And every time you turn around, you say, it gets on my nerve. Every time you get on your nerve, you're dangering your heart. You're putting your heart in danger when you say somebody's getting on your nerve. If they're getting on your nerve, get away from them. Or stop allowing them to come in your boundaries. Uh, uh, what, what it's calling is what it's doing to us is uh, draining our health. Uh, sometimes we have people draining our, our financial status. Uh, now, and what, once God is done with, done with the pruning, we'll be able to grow, increase, and we'll be able to bring forth better fruit in our life. This is actually the end of the lesson today, you all.